Wired.com reports that Americans are split on online dating but swipe more than ever before. And that's because of the fact there's so much spam, there's so much crap out there, there's people with nefarious reasons for being online that, you know, it's really just trying to find that the needle in the haystack is getting, the hay is getting a lot thicker and much more granular. I mean, there's a lot more hay in the, in the, in the barn. So trying to find that needle now is getting a lot harder. So a new survey backs assumptions that, like IRL romance, finding match on the web is a mixed bag and women get a hold of, what does it say over here? Get lots of unwanted dick pics. <laughs> well, that's just a normal thing that's been like that for a long time anyway. In the story, uh, they mentioned that in the decades that people have been finding love online, there has been some surprisingly little anthropological research on how technology has changed the dating landscape. So now, Research says the take stock of the swiping, matching, meeting, and marrying of millions of people. Online dating has been thin when it exists at all. Because really, how many people really meet on online dating and really move all the way from relationships, from dating to relationships to marriage, to kids? How does it all happen? Very, very rare. But now in this recent survey, Pew Research Center, they said that they surveyed people back in 2015, three years after Tinder launch. and they said the share of Americans who have tried online dating now has doubled in four years. It's now 30% of all Americans. And they say that now the survey was done by phone, online, not by phone, first time, putting ability to compare experiences with the online dating population, age, gender, sexual orientation. So here's some of the findings they found. Out of 4,860 adults, They said that Americans who have used a dating site or app tend to think more positively about these platforms, while those who have never used them are more skeptical. Well, that's nothing new. And there are demographic differences. People with higher degrees of education were more likely to have positive perceptions of online dating. Those were less likely to report receiving unwanted explicit messages. Well, you know, I don't think I've gotten, I mean, from my experience, it's been really a hodgepodge of everything. Because I keep myself open to different women. And I know that some people say that, no, you should actually try to really censor yourself and really try to be picky of who you want to be with. And really, you know, it's a matter of values. So not just to go for women of any different value. They need to put your value at a high level and make sure the woman that you are with is going to be a high level at your level or higher. And that's what you should be doing. Well, but then again, how many guys want to go through and, be with somebody that might be a little bit high maintenance if you have to deal with somebody that's that high of value because it's a lot of hard work and is it going to pay off? So sometimes that's where the skepticism on my end comes from. Anyway, young adults by the far the biggest users of the apps and said on this very interesting, 19% said that someone on a dating site had threatened violence. But again, talk. As long as it's not anything where it becomes something where there's an actual interaction and something happens. That's completely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Now, what's also been very noticing is that, you know, there's a real molding of people that may be LGBTQ that, you know, they're kind of like, I'm noticing a lot more that there's not the tagging and saying, you know what, I'm queer, I'm bisexual, I'm gay. There's some of that that's being taken away now. And, you know, people that are transgender, they're not necessarily you know, trying to put it out there. It's as if, you know, at this point, it's just acceptable. Just, you know, 
you go online and you might somebody you might meet somebody and you talk to someone that's transgender or whatnot. You know, I've had those kind of, th- you know, I've had certain people before that were transgender. Couldn't tell the difference. It's like Maury Povich. Like, you know, go to watch that show. Sometimes you have somebody that's transgender. I'll tell you what, it's hard to find out which women are not guys. I mean, they do a pretty good job of putting on makeup, of getting themselves, you know, whatever kind of work done to get themselves looking so that they could be passed as women and nobody would know the difference. And even with all the biological changes, all the surgical changes. But for me, I'm always, you know, be courteous and respectful. I say, I'm looking for somebody who's biologically a woman, biologically born a woman. And that's just my preference. I guess what is called cisgender. I don't know. I don't know. Not much about the pronouns and all. So anyway, 56% of LGBTQ users say someone on a dating site or app has sent them an sexually explicit message or image they didn't ask for compared with about one third straight users. You know, if you're getting that kind of stuff, please get off of there. You know, really, because people are not taking online dating seriously anymore. And that's the problem. It's the safety of online dating. There is no safety. And I think some people are just really frustrated. And I think there's a lot of guys that are probably frustrated. They go on there. They're not getting anything from it. So they're just going to just fuck with it. They just don't care. They're just going to go ahead and troll women online and see if any of them are stupid enough to talk to them and see what happens to them, right? And that's what happens. And it doesn't matter how much verifying you do with OkCupid or Match or Tinder. It doesn't make a difference. There's just people that are on there that really just don't really care. They're not, they're not being serious about online dating and that's what it is. It's more and more common. And I think people saying that that's really easy to hook up on. Maybe, but I think, you know, it's only going to be if you are attracted to the other person, like-minded attractiveness. Otherwise, that's it. A shallow way to go and do things. So nobody's meeting anybody for any kind of real connection or human interaction or emotional pull gravitational pull that really brings people together. You can't feel that. There's no feelings at all on online dating. I don't care what anybody says. And so people see this and they say, well, this is not going to work for anybody. So now in this story from wire.com, they conclude that all those relationships might reveal something new, not just how we couple up, but how the constraints of partnership are changing. The Pew Research Center found that people turn to online dating to expand their dating pool. And those who think the impact of online dating has been positive believe that it connects people who wouldn't otherwise meet one another. If that's the case, the courtship's evolution in the Internet has implications not just for couples themselves, but for the communities around them. Anyways, you're going to get to meet certain people that are loners. They don't get out of the house much or you will never run into on the street at a mall shopping center, grocery store, what have you, concert. And yeah, you're also wanting to put on the challenge of like, well, then maybe don't, they don't want to be noticed. They don't want to be seen. They don't want to be dated. And for the most part, guys just need to understand, you know what? You need to go ahead and just you're, expand your dating pool by talking to more women, by trying to get yourself noticed and just, you know, say what you want and who you are and go out there and be noticed. That's what you got to do. That's how I look at it anyway. Well, anyway, leave it there. We'll talk again another time. Of course, make sure to subscribe to the channel, like uh, anything that you like here. And if you don't like it, I mean, people didn't like my Daniel Kalu video, and that's fine too. I understand. You know, everybody can have their opinion. So I'm not going to go ahead and like take down a video because, oh, all these people didn't like my video. No, it's fine. It's whatever it is. So I would love to at least hear your input because you know what? You're teaching me something. You're making me learn things. The Daniel Kalu video actually taught me quite a bit. So I hope 
more people will go ahead and interject and respond. Hope you subscribe to the shows. Check it out. And you'll check out my other shows, my Wrestling Consumer Podcast, my Broadcasters Podcast. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon.